This is the My St Albans podcast, where we talk to local people about their St Albans and their favourite songs. For licensing reasons, we're unable to include the songs chosen. My St Albans is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cox, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcox.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cox. And good evening and welcome to My St Albans show number 32. And guys, we have got not just one amazing guest tonight, we have got two. My two first birds, double act. Two birds for the price of one. Wow, it's the amazing loud birds are on the show. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Welcome. Wow, my first double act. So Loudbirds um, is obviously the, the business name, but we have Sophie and Angie. Um, yeah. Although Thank we, you we so did let people shout out of their car windows, hello, Loudbirds. We don't Do have names anymore. We're just basically the Loudbirds. Yeah, sorry about that. I, I need to stop shouting at you in the street. Yeah, so how, um, how's your summer? All good? Yeah, good. Yeah vacationing this year even if I should use that as a word but yeah yeah all good fantastic so for our listeners this is uh, recorded in sort of early September we think it's going to go out October early October late September so um, we're we're fully into autumn uh, we yeah. just had some amazing events in the city food and drink festival pub in the park yeah um, what's what's on the calendar what's coming up What's coming up? Well, there is a fashion show on at the Cathedral run by the lovely Donna from Chloe Jane's Lifestyle, which is a brilliant fashion and gift shop in town. Um, they're not a client, actually, <laughs> even though I'm making it sound like they are. But um, I am modelling in the Chloe Jane's fashion show at the Cathedral. That's on October the 23rd. Um, I was going to say get your tickets, but you can't because it's sold out. Oh. Sold out like two years ago or something. Because it, it's been um, postponed a few times because of um, that pesky COVID. Yeah, well, so, that's yeah, going to be a good one. That's coming up in October. What else is coming up? Um, the usual fireworks. Fireworks um, is cool. Yeah, which is obviously a big event, isn't it, in the St Albans Cathedral calendar and, and the city's calendar, in fact. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, for... and woolly jumpers and drinks at the you old know, fighting cocks and snow and singing. Excellent. <laughs> um, so, for our listeners that don't know, Loudbird are this sort of double act phenomenon that pretty much do everything in St. Albans. They run all the PR for stuff, they know everything about everything. They're always involved in events. Um, yeah, um, you're a great asset to the city. So, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. It's very kind of um, Cool. We'll get, we'll get, I don't want to talk a bit more about that fashion show. We'll do that later. Um, so, anyway, My St Albans, really simple show. Six questions, six songs. Um, are you ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. Bring it on. Cool. So, relationship with St Albans, when did it start? So, for me, um, this is Sophie, um, I moved here in 2003, so I've been here for like 18 years, which is bizarre. Um, and I was pregnant with Asher, my second child. So Finn, my boy, was like two, and I was pregnant with Asher. And we had to move here because my husband uh, got a job that was based in Leicester, and he had to be an hour commute away. And we didn't know the area at all. 
Like I don't think I'd ever been to St Albans. And we came here to look at houses and just had to kind of buy one one weekend, <laughs> as you do. And so that's when my relationship started. And I didn't like it very much at first because I was living in Wimbledon and I'd built a really good sort of network of friends and all my kind of antenatal friends and all the rest of it because I was in that child rearing stage of my life. And then I came here and didn't know anyone. So that was a bit bizarre and not... Um, and not great, but then very quickly, you know what St Albans is like, it kind of just um, people kind of befriend you. And before you know it, you know everybody. You can't even come out of your house without seeing someone you know. So that's when my relationship started with the city. And like I say, I've been here now 18 years. So Asha will be 18 on her next birthday in November, which is very strange. Wow, time has flown. Time has flown. Yeah. Um, mine was, I had some friends who moved up from London in the kind of mid to late 90s. And so we used to just uh, nip in the car and come up and see them on the M1. So my first experience, my first real memory is New Year's Eve at the Fighting Cocks. And we had to come up to St Albans during the day and go, and it was a 1970s themed disco. So we had to go round the town to all the secondhand shops and buy stuff to wear that evening because we didn't realise we were going to that. I have very strong memories of being in the Fighting Cocks, probably like circa 1998 or something, and being it was so busy that we just got stuck by the door to the garden, the beer garden, and then go in the pub ever, you know, for about another 10 or 12 years after that until we moved here. It's like walking, you know, when we moved here in 2004, but you know, when till a bit later, and also fireworks. That was another event I came to when friends were here, which I remember really. Was incredible because we were in a really good position by the lake. So it's pretty So when you were at the Fighting Cocks, that was BC. That was before Christo. Before Christo. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How yeah, many years it. BC was that? I think it was 1998. So that would have been. He was what 2013. Yeah. yeah, he's run the pub for eight years, nine yeah. years, eight nine years. Yeah. It was absolutely rammed, and it was a disco, and it was. Wow. That sounds amazing. I yeah. feel like we should do that event again. Yeah, it was really, really 70s party at the yeah, yeah. And you can only buy your outfit on that day from shops in the city centre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, oh, God. Can you imagine yes. the carnage? Yeah, yeah, let's not tell, yeah. let's not tell Chris there that. Um, the lively night. Yeah, it was a good night. So. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> um, so what's your first song? What, what have you chosen? Uh, my first song it's my first song i think it's mine isn't it so so my my first song i've chosen the rolling stones i just i mean this list is a nightmare looking at that list and having to choose because there's so many different songs that you want to choose there's hundreds and hundreds (laughs) but i thought i'll go for one um right at the beginning of my time on this earth So my mum and dad played a lot of Rolling Stones. I grew up with that kind of, I'm a 60s baby, grew grew up with that kind of music. And I want to flex a little bit here because my mum and dad did used to live with the Rolling Stones, which Ah. is one of the reasons I chose the Rolling Stones, just so I could say that on a radio station. Wow. In the 60s in Chelsea, they lived in a shared house with the Rolling Stones. So that's my claim to fame. Um, and I thought I would I would pay homage to my loud bird partner and pick the song that is called Angie. Yay! 
So that's what I picked, Rolling Stones, Angie. And that was Angie by the Rolling Stones. Wow, a strong story for the first song. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Good. Um, wow, living with the Rolling Stones, cool. Yeah, I know. How cool is that? Yeah. My yeah. brother might be Mick Jaggers. <laughs> rumor it's just a rumor folks um so what's your what's your best memory of st Albans since you've lived here do you want to go around yeah i'll go first so lots of them are kind of linked to the cathedral which you know and, and kids really but i think the strongest kind of memories it's not just one there's a kind of a lot of them because it's so it's kind of ones that are linked to the kids and things to work and everything but kind of really strong magical memories of Christmas Eve services at the cathedral where when the kids were really little you take them and it, they would just make the cathedral would make it really mass, magical and there was one um, particular service and I think it was when Father Stephen Lake was a sub-dean and they'd done lots of things the kids had kids had light you know the things the glow sticks and everything and then all of a sudden there was a big bang and Father Christmas appeared in the top corner of the cathedral and I just thought only in St Albans would this happen where, you know, it, and it was, you know, it was genuine. All, all the kids turned around and they thought it was Father Christmas. And they made up the story <laughs> about how he'd got lost and he'd hit the spire of the cathedral and how the kids need, needed to help him. And I think they had to twist their glow sticks to make them, you know, send out the energy. And it was just magical. Wow. And then that's um, a great event. That's yeah, a great story. Yeah, it was really good. I mean, I think it was a one off. <laughs> I mean, they did these magical ones every year but that was really special because then obviously yeah. when you come out it's dark you go to the pub obviously and then you're walking home and the kids are looking up in the sky to see if they can see Father Christmas in the sky and that was all created from the cathedral yeah so yeah cool. and there's lots of other things that we've been involved in but that's a particular personal memory to me that you know it's strong in my mind and Sophie what have you got well, obviously, Cathedral still features heavily. I mean, Angie and I were talking about this because our kids, my, my Asher and Angie's boys were christened at the Cathedral, so yeah. Yeah, that's magical. And uh, there's lots of kind of Christmassy memories around that place, and like, like Angie says, taking the kids there. But um, another stand-up memory for me is um, seeing um, Asher performing um, at the Auburn Arena on the 50th anniversary that Bob Golding organized so she was on the bill with Adam Hills and Bob Golding and Gareth Gates and uh, Rita Simons and people like that and um, she sang Don't Rain on My Parade Little Asher and uh, that was in when was that 2018 I think so she yeah. would be like 15 and um, yeah she was amazing she really held her own and I think oh. just the fact that it was at the arena you know, at the Auburn Arena, it was exciting to me. Um, I'd seen Finn perform there, actually, um, in The Secret Garden. My son was in a, a musical there that did a UK tour. Um, so that was really nice that I'd kind of seen both of them in that kind of St Albans own theatre. So that's a big... Yeah, I was at that gig. I was at that gig. Yeah! And, um, yeah, she was quality. She was brilliant because they had all these, you know, people that had appeared at the arena over the years, but... It was so cool to have someone local up there. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Really cool. Yeah. I think that's opening up soon as well. It might have, by the time this goes out, I think the arena would have reopened and 
started having its first people back. So um, I mean, I love the arena. I like. I just think it's such a great kind of thing for the city to have, and um, it's so wonderful to be able to watch live kind of theatre and live performances. Yeah, um, on your doorstep. It's our theatre. Yeah. We should, you know, we should show it some some love. Yeah. 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 No. No. Support it. Yeah, it's cool. Well, that's some, that's some great. I mean, yeah, I I think the cathedral is amazing and the arena. Yeah, um, yeah, some great memories there. Yeah, brilliant. Um, so, and your first song, what have you got? Oh, so my first song is um, "Soul to Soul Back to Life," and that was "Soul to Soul Back to Life." I love that track. That is a quality tune. Yeah, um, right, so. There's some really cool people in St Albans. We're very lucky to, and as you said earlier, so you know, you came here, you didn't know anyone, and you're not you're not lonely forever in St Albans. No. You know, you just it's one of those places that you know is very friendly. Um, if you could name a hero out of the people that you know, who who would that be? This was a hard one as well because there are loads of different kind of. I mean, St Albans is all about community. People get really passionate about it. I think even people that aren't from here like us I mean we know lots of people that have moved here from London um but people kind of adopt it as their own and become really passionate about it so there are a lot of kind of contenders for this for me um I went for um a kind of double act actually Sharon Linney and Lynn Dutton who run the St Albans Action for Homeless and I know there's other people that run it too that are involved with it um, but Sharon is is somebody that I I know through you know St Albans and through work etc. And um, she and Lynn just you know work tirelessly really for um, the people of St Albans who are homeless and um, you know people with addiction problems um, and all of this kind of thing. And I'm just in awe really of them all the time when I see the posts on the various Facebook groups. They've also enlisted the help, of, really cleverly kind of enlisted the help of um, loads of local restaurants and pubs who um, uh, cook meals for the homeless and they take them around at the weekends. And I just think what they do is incredible. You know, they shine a light on the issue. St Albans is a very kind of middle class, rich area compared to some, but but it still has an awful lot of mm. um, uh, people who, who don't have much and um and they do they just do so much giving up their own time for those people so they're kind of true heroes really in that respect sharon gets mentioned on this show quite a bit oh, I she right. yeah she people love her and yeah. she's so cool like she yeah. really is and i think it's so nice to know someone like that who does so much but doesn't really need the limelight doesn't really want the limelight doesn't look for the limelight no. she's Goes about her job, yeah, yeah. Well, the other she's thing great. she does, of course, as well as the kind of charity work she does, is she's really supportive. So she's supportive of everybody in St Albans. You know, she's mm. got this um, kind of slogan, hasn't she? This love where you live. And she yeah. really kind of practices what she preaches. And she she's always really supportive for any kind of project that we're promoting or that we're involved with. You know, she, yeah. she really shows everybody kind of the love and, and pushes... She has a platform, you know, she has a platform. Yeah. So she um, she uses it to support uh, local businesses and local initiatives and events, um, as well as um, doing a lot, you know, for charity. So I think that's... So, yeah, Sharon, great shout. And Ange, who's your, um, who's your St Albans hero? 
so I can't pick one or even two because it's hard, isn't it? You know, but um, my two sons are massively into football and they play football every Sunday since they were six. And there's just a whole army of volunteers, of mums, dads, grandparents, everything, who are there every weekend getting the nets out, you know, bringing the orange, oranges for the kids to have at half time and, you know, and all the team the, the dads that manages and mums as well that manage the teams that plan all the you know booking all the refs and scheduling all the games and everything and that you know it's what we do as a family so if there wasn't those people doing that I don't know what we would do they just facilitate so much joy and happiness for young people and it's great to see the girls getting really getting hold and the teams you know the local clubs harvest business and city getting behind that so yeah that they are here so they're every sunday come rain or shine yeah you know, I uh, I'm involved a little bit in youth football. I was, but yeah, it's um, there's loads of people out there that put yeah, their toe yeah. in and help. It's crazy, it's crazy. But yeah, um, and it's good, and it's it's really um, it's really active locally. There's some brilliant clubs, brilliant yeah. sort of youth football clubs, uh, and for all you know, not just boys, it's girls and inclusive and yeah, yeah. everything. Uh, lovely. Um, and your third song. What have you got? Well, our third song, this is Sophie, and this was um, my choice. This is um, the incredible Madonna with Into the Groove. And the reason that I chose this is because it just sort of jumped out at me when I looked through the list because it just took me back. Um, and it was the kind of anthem of my youth. When I was 18, I think I was about 18 when it came out. And I just had these memories of dancing in nightclubs on the Greek islands and um, all over the place to this song because it was just the best dance track and I did used to just love Madonna. And that was Madonna Into the Groove. Welcome back to My St Albans, sponsored by Your Fighting Cox. Um, we're s- still here with the brilliant Loud Birds, Angie and Sophie on My St Albans. Um, how you doing tonight? All good? Still, still, yeah, still cool? Yeah, this yeah. is fun, Matt. Good. I'm glad I got you on. <laughs> Glad I got you on. So, hidden gems, what have you got? Well, my hidden gem, I don't know how hidden it is, but it probably still is, is the Llama Cafe up at Greenwood Park. You know, the um, the ship container with the, the, the serve the coffee and the paninis and everything. It's fantastic. If you're going on a dog walk from, you know, where I live, you know that you can get there within 20 minutes and get a nice coffee or whatever you want. And there's Sunday mornings, you know, you're there at nine o'clock watching the kids play football. They're open, they're serving hot chocolates, coffee and everything. And I think it's quite new. I think it's probably been there maybe open last year or something. And they seem to have made quite a success of it. So, And it's, yeah, awesome. you know, it's it, brilliant. The coffee's fantastic. And, it was yeah. a lockdown business. It, yeah. came out, it came out of lockdown. And, yeah, yeah it's Greenwood Park, like the Chiswell Green side of St. Albans. Yeah. And it is. It's, it's an old shipping container that sells really cool stuff. Yeah. And really, yeah, it's really brilliant. And I've never heard of it till Angie said that that yeah. was her hidden gem. I said, never heard of that. I can't believe it's somewhere so in St. Albans. You just something. know, yeah, you can get there within 20 minutes, get a coffee, sit and chat with someone or walk around with your coffee. And it is a hidden gem. Not many people know about it, which is great. And Sophie, what have you got? Well, mine's probably not so hidden, actually. But I, but I do know that not a lot of people know about this. Um, and it is The Yard which is another lockdown kind of discovery um, because it's in between the Bishop's Cave and the Gin Cave 
on Hollywell Hill. And it's under the kind of brick archway there. And it's got its own little personality and it's called The Yard. And you can book a table there and it's twinkly lights and outdoor heaters. And it's lovely. I really, really like it because you can sit there and watch the, you know, people walking up and down Hollywell Hill, but you're under cover. And there's, I don't know, there's just something very kind of um, cute and sort of, sort of shoreditchy about yeah. sitting under this <laughs> brick kind of arch. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very close to where I live. I've only got to just go up the hill a little bit. And there it is. Have you been there? I have. I mean, I, uh, yeah, the, the caves are quite cool. And that, yeah, yeah that little bit is, um, yeah, it's nice. It is. It's, uh, and for listeners that don't know, it's literally opposite the cathedral entrance. Yeah. yeah it's perfect on Hollywell yeah. Hill. Mm. Um, they they've got some cool things on Hollywell Hill. They, I like they, they do. They have street food there, actually. Yeah. They, yeah. Do. they, they have pop up street food there. So it's quite yeah. a cool concept, you know, and you can get your, you know, your, your wine and your cheese like you can in the Bishop's mm. Cave. Um, but they, but, but it has its own kind of, kind of vibe going on. It's, yeah. So, uh, Tara, vegan street food, she's been there and Lime Face has been there. And yeah, yeah. really cool. Really cool. Well, thank you for those. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, fourth song. A bit of Kirsty. What have you got? Yeah, um, Kirsty McCall's New England, and I think it's written by Billy Bragg, and I just remember being really impressed by her when I was young, on top of Pops back in the day, and that was the highlight. Ah, that was Kirsty McCall, New England. Um, brilliant. Brilliant. So, who's going to go first on their perfect St Albans Day? Shall I go? Go on. Okay, yeah. so this is Sophie. So my perfect St Albans Day would start with a dog walk in Verlanian Park. Okay, let's hold on one second. Yeah. Are you going to spend your days together or apart? Uh, oh, I think it's a. I think oh, we've got separate. Yeah. yeah. Mine's in the summer. Okay. Um, that's although good. I, I have spent, I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't like to think how many dog walks in Verlanian Park we've done together. <laughs> Yeah. How many do- how many bits of dog poo we've yeah. picked up in that Thousands. park? Millions, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because my, because quite often my day does start with a dog walk in Verulamian Park, and I'm from South East London, and almost every day without fail, I just think I can't believe I live right here with this park on my doorstep because I'm stunned by it every single time. I take the dogs over there because it's so beautiful and it's so different to, you know, what was on my doorstep in southeast London. Um, so that would start with that. I'd probably have a coffee at the Inn on the Park. Mm-hmm. Um, then I would go to Westminster Lodge and do a dance class, which I've been doing kind of four or five times a week for the last few years, and which I absolutely love. Um, then I think I would pop up to town for a bit of shopping and I would go to Chloe James and I would go to the dressing room and Cositas and all our kind of favourite girly shops Um, and then I would have a bit of lunch at one of the amazing award-winning restaurants, Um, probably Lussman's um, because um, that's kind of one of the earliest places I remember going when I moved here and I'm still going there, went there last week and it's just as good as ever it's fantastic and also sustainable so you can eat with a clear conscience um then I might pop down to the fighting cocks and have a sundowner 
<laughs> seems like the decent thing to do. And then in my absolute perfect, perfect day, it would be the summer and then there would be an outdoor film festival film showing outside by the cathedral on the Abbey Orchard because I have got some amazing memories of sitting there in a deck chair with a bottle of fizz watching <laughs> watching a fantastic film and I really think it's absolutely magical that open air cinema that we had you know pre-covid and and last year it was fantastic to have it in the fighting cocks garden this year rather this year this summer just gone but um I think in my perfect St Albans day I would end it sat with the cathedral right there watching an incredible film with all my friends and then I would stagger home I'd probably roll down that hill roll down that hill <laughs> so um yeah look I don't Lustman's I don't know it doesn't really get the credit I think it deserves it's a you know he's built up a brilliant restaurant brand brilliant. um it's local it's you know and he does all the right stuff and for me he he was one of the people I think who got locked down right. He produced yeah, he really, really good stuff. He did, um, and he raised quite a few thousand yeah. pounds for charity at the same time. Doesn't get talked about enough. Um, yeah. yeah, so hats off to Andre. Yeah, obviously, um, thank you for mentioning the film festival. Um, <laughs> you're I always part it. of that. You're always a part of that, and you know, um, I'll never forget the way you. You gave away the ending of Thelma and Louise. That's a highlight. Um, I also remember, which maybe I, 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 you know, maybe we should talk about. But I remember after I think Bohemian Rhapsody having a bit of a, a bit of a lock in at the fight in going crazy <laughs> with both of you. Um, the film festival has some amazing that memories. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, I remember was... that too. And, and also the first year film festival party, two thousand thirteen, in the. Oh. Uh, What's it called? Havana Club. Havana, yeah. That was amazing that year because it was so exciting, wasn't it? Because it was the first year that the, that it had happened. And I still rate that night in Havana yeah, as yeah. one of the greatest nights I've ever had. Yeah, we, we both had it on yeah. our shortlist of memories, yeah. of best memories. If were, yeah, if you were at that Havana night, that night, it was, oh, my God, yeah. All those that, girls with feathers all over them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Showgirls. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, could talk about that forever. Angie, what's your perfect day? What have you got? So, uh, perfect day would probably start off with watching my boys play football somewhere, either in Southampton or North London, wherever, whatever postcode you get given. Then, obviously, we wouldn't have had time to have breakfast, so we'd head up to Hatch for brunch because that's really popular in my household. The waffles are really popular, and the sweet corn fritters, for the same. And then we'd probably head up to Hartwood and um, Forest got quite a lot of um links emotional family links with the forest so we go up there quite a lot actually and um do a kind of good hour and a half dog walk around there and then pop to the elephant and castle which is just up the road which um probably now run um and have a cheeky glass of wine or um, that's just the kids that's just the kids <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and then head back into town and maybe you know head for a drink or something to eat or Again, live music in the park would be lovely. Or go and see a band somewhere or, you know, if there's any gigs, hopefully that will be coming back. So, yeah, something like that. 
Well, as Sophie said, the film festival would be great to end the day. But yeah, that would be my perfect day. All of this is in the summer and it's all about 27 degrees. Yeah, it's yeah. all very warm and not overcast. Yeah. Um, I haven't been to the Elephant and Castle yet. Oh, it's lovely. Yeah, I haven't really been I need to get out there. I, need I feel to get like if, we, if our kids were younger, we'd be there every weekend. If our yeah. kids were little, because it's got this, um, well, it's got a little castle. Yeah. <laughs> they can climb and it's got, um, it's got lots of the kids, hasn't it? It's got yeah. like a wild flower garden and a bean. Yeah, and a really lovely play area. Yeah, yeah. lovely play area, lots of grass, big teepee. And you can see people sit yeah, under. Loads of areas to sit outside. Yeah, it's lovely. It's really, and yeah. it's really lovely. Yeah, I've heard some really good things about it. I just, I, yeah, I need to get out there. I need to get out there. Uh, brilliant. Both amazing days. Quality. Um, song number five, what have you got? Okay, so this is me again, Sophie. And the song that I've chosen um, here is um, Creep by Radiohead. And the reason that I've chosen that, I mean, a bit of a 90s song. I felt like I had to go 90s. Yeah, and I think um, it's it's really recently I was in um, Munich with my daughter Asha, who um, is, is an actress, and she was in a, a shooting a film out there. And there was this amazing group of actors um, who are all fantastic musicians as well and singers. And after filming, each, we were in our own little kind of bubble, and it was like really magical because the rest of the world was in pretty strict lockdown, to be honest. So the fact that we were even out of the country was amazing. And um, Asha uh, used to sing this quite a lot with her guitar and she used to sing it with um, Uan Rayon, who is a big um, star who was in Game of Thrones and is in this movie with her. And he's an incredible singer too. And the two of them just, it became the song that they would do together and they just sounded so incredible singing it. And it kind of, it revived my love of, um, of Radiohead and of this song in particular. But that is the main reason why I have chosen Radiohead. And that was Creep by Radiohead. So, if the loud birds were in control of the city, <laughs> what would you be doing? What are you going to get up to? <laughs> you go, Ange. So, again, as I kind of said in the last few questions, that football is a huge part of what we do as a family. So, I would love Northern City to have a really decent football stadium. You know, I know that Lawrence had plans to to build one, but if that could actually come to fruition, that would be what I would try and kind of make happen. You know, with a proper football stadium and you know all the conference facilities and everything, and what that would do for the city. You know, the the kids' youth football teams, the academies feeding up into the first team, and that would just be fantastic. The kids would be so proud of being a city that had that on their doorstep. Yeah. Obviously he's trying. Them. I believe yeah, he's, trying. he's trying. He's trying. And that would yeah. help bring in business to the, all the little businesses in the city centre and tourism. Because obviously, you know, if you've ever gone to an away match or whatever, and your team's not local, you know, you always spend something, you know, in one of the places that you eat or the shops, you know, you get there a bit early and have a little mooch around. So I just think it'd be fantastic for the city for its profile as a sports venue and as a tourism festival. Yeah. That's yeah. what I it's a good answer. It's a really good answer. Uh, and Sophie? Um, well, um, I've got one kind of um, slightly boring one, but I would make the city slightly safer for women. I'd, I'd lighten up some of the areas that are very dark. 
um, women's safety. You know, there's been a lot about that in the news over the past 18 months. And, um, you know, I think it is something that women have just accepted all our lives. And actually you think, no, we shouldn't just accept that um, that uh, the streets aren't lit right and and all the rest of it. So I think I would I would I would look at that as a kind of um, as a sort of crime thing if I was the mayor. Um, but um, my big thing I think would be uh, to um, improve um, sort of uh, the whole tourism aspect for St Albans because I think St Albans should be punching higher than it is. I mean it's just got everything and our background, Loudbird. Um, kind of specialises in travel and tourism and that's both our backgrounds um, we've worked for lots of big brands in that area and I think you know we could St Albans could 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 attract more visitors it could make more money out of tourism and should be and then it would attract kind of you know all sorts of other kind of um, hotels and um, attractions and all the rest of it and be a really kind of buzzy um, kind of staycation place really mm. so I think I would put I mean Annie Brewster who was a legendary mayor a few years ago um, it was it was a priority for her actually and she she really did as much as she could in, in that time frame but I think I would I would go there if I was the mayor you'd, you'd up it you'd up it that's it. it's yeah. a good answer I think I mean, I'll just I'll comment just on the lighting, if I may. I think there's elements of St Albans that I and I know that I know there's it's a money thing, right? But this is a fictional thing, right? If you were mayor for the day, we're not we're not putting anyone in office, right? Yeah. So, um, <laughs> no. Well, end up being mayor. Why yeah. Both of us together. Well, it has been touted, but. Um, <laughs> But let's take away the money aspect of it. Mm. I don't understand why the park isn't lit at night. No, and it should yeah. be. And there's been a lot of, you know, crime going on recently. And all our teenagers are, are there. And, um, yeah, it should be It should be lit. People go yeah. there in the evening. So, so yeah. you know. And people walk, people walk yeah. through the park. You know, yeah. I, I, you know. The park has events, you know, yeah, it has exactly. pub in the park, it yeah. had the comedy it's garden, amazing. it has fireworks, mm. you know, I don't understand why it cannot be lit. I don't get it. And no, I, someone will have an answer and I'm sure it's a it might valid be answer. But... Being, I don't know this, but it might be something to do with it being an archaeological site. I don't, you know, yeah. they can't put in electrics and, the, you know, something like that. But all other parks of that size are lit, aren't they? The pathways are lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every park I've been to in a major city has been lit because people use them as thoroughfare, you know. Anyway. And I think um, quite often as women, you put up with stuff for yourself, but then you have a daughter. Yeah. Then you think, I'm not not accepting it. You know, my daughter needs to be safe. So you you, kind of get you fired up again about women's issues. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a valid point. Uh, Final song. What have you got for us? Uh, that's me, Angie, and it's uh, The Cure In Between Days. Just, again, happy memories being a teenager. I've been fortunate enough to see them quite a few times. Um, last time was at Glass in 2019. And that was, uh, that was The Cure In Between Days. Um, wow, that went quickly. A um, couple of things I want to just ask for is the fashion show in the cathedral. That's yeah. going to be an exciting event. Um, it's going to be amazing. 
it's good that there's a bit of fashion coming back to the cathedral from yes. previous. Yeah. It was there, there was an event a few years ago that was a success. It's good for that to come back. Yeah, and there was also the event in the um, in the museum in 2018, I think, the big oh, yeah. fashion show. And Donna, who runs Chloe James, who is organising this event, which is a Chloe James fashion show, I, I should yeah. say, is very specifically, you know, tied to that store. But yeah. she, um, she was a big part of the the organisation behind the Style St Albans that was in the museum. So she's very good at organising fashion shows. No, it's brilliant. Because yeah. we have some really good, strong, independent shops yes. in St Albans, especially around fashion. So Absolutely. The dressing room is have... another one, fantastic shop. Yeah, we should have a fashion show. So, yeah, brilliant. Okay, great. I wanted just to pick up on that. Um, very exciting. Um, and you can see oh. me fall over. Sorry? And you can see me fall over. Yay! I'm bound to fall over. <laughs> You'll be fine. You've I done it before. I heels and everything. <laughs> You've done it before. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. You are my two favourite people. Um, I have to say... <laughs> Not only just coming on the show, but thank you for everything you do. You take things in St Albans and you support them and you promote them. And predominantly you do it for very, very little reward. But from my side, I'm so grateful. I'm I'm so happy that you do what you do. And I'm really proud to know you guys. Oh, um, and for you to even come on this you. little show is amazing. Oh, yeah, thank, thank you. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this has been My St Albans and this has been Sophie and Angie, the Loudbirds. You've been listening to the My St Albans podcast, introduced by Matt Big. If you'd like to support Radio Verulam's podcasts, you can go to radioverulam.com slash donate. And you can see all the My St Albans podcasts at radioverulam.com slash My St Albans. My St Albans is sponsored by Ye Old Fighting Cocks, the oldest pub in the UK. For more information about this award-winning pub, visit yeoldfightingcocks.co.uk or find them on Facebook at Ye Old Fighting Cocks.